Have you ever looked back at your past inquiries and your quotes to see how you've quoted your customers? What helped you book those clients? What was it that converted your lead into the client? And what sort of an experience you gave your customers? So in today's episode, I will be delving into what I found out when I did this for my own wedding floral business. Grab a pen and paper and let's sit down to make notes so that you can also do this for your business. Welcome to a Wedding Florist Podcast. In this exciting podcast, I'll delve into the vibrant world of wedding floristry, where flowers meet entrepreneurship. Hi there, I'm Sarita B, and I'm on a mission to help you thrive as a wedding florist. I'll unlock the secrets of marketing, master the mindset and cultivate business success. I've been in wedding floristry and events since 2013, and I've been where you are. Every week, I'll share insights, tips, inspiring stories to help you flourish in your floral business. Whether you're a budding enthusiast or a seasoned petal pro, the Wedding Florist Podcast is your ultimate destination for business growth. Get ready to elevate your art, embrace new ideas and blossom in your business. Subscribe now and stay tuned for our upcoming weekly episodes. Let's transform your floral dreams into a thriving reality because in this world of blooms and business, you're the artist of your own success. So last month, while I was transferring data from an old laptop to my new one, I came across a list of email addresses from the wedding show that I did in 2018. And I sat down to see if any of the customers materialized from the list, what I charged at the time, what I was doing and how much time I was spending on quotes compared to what I've been doing in more recent years. Reflecting back on this and some of the quotes I sent made me realise I wasn't charging enough for the work and sometimes not even the product I was using. I didn't have different pricing tiers at the time and left money on the table. I didn't have an easy to buy option that I have now and I was spending so much time and energy on converting clients that it was draining me and I didn't really know how to quote and the strategy behind quoting. So over the years, I certainly found and learned better ways to resolve these and better quoting, more creative freedom and more happier customers and better customer reviews. So I wanted to share these with you so you can take a look at the processes and make the changes that you need to. Or if you are just starting out, then you can make a start on the right foot. Step one, pricing. What you should be doing is setting your prices based on what your work is going to look like and what your ingredients are and what you are wanting to create. So one mistake I made was trying to make things work within the client's budget, which was what they thought was a good amount to spend. They would come with swoon-worthy Pinterest images, their requirement needs and a measly budget. And I thought my job was to make it work. No. You need to be looking at each of the items, the material and the time it takes to create and then price things up. But better still, if you create the products in your business beforehand, work out your materials and then price them up, you will become more confident with both your pricing and your products because you will be putting out into the world what you want to create and do. Step two, delivery, setup and collection. For those that are not doing this, why not? 
these are additional charges. So every venue is different and comes with its own set of logistical challenges from staircases, no lifts, winding access routes through kitchens, back entrances, parking, the time they give you to set up and pick up and so on. What I like to do is charge this cost separately because it helps to be more transparent to the customer and it helps you to make sure you have charged correctly for this item. And if you need to do a site visit beforehand to understand the venue or speak with the events team, then not only is this a service where you go over and beyond for your customer, but it helps to get yourself out there and make connections, especially if you want to continue working for a specific venue or want to be on their approved suppliers list. Step three, budget for extra staffing. So when I first started my business, I used to try and do everything myself. And a lot of the time I took my daughter with me at the weekends when she should have been studying or enjoying her childhood. She would be my little helping hand, but then couldn't be left alone if I needed to go off site. So wasn't really the best person to accompany me. But then soon enough, I learned about freelancers and how valuable they can be in the business because they are trained and they're able to make the right decisions and work independently of me. Employing freelancers needs you to charge for them when you're quoting because this is an added cost to your business. So always make sure that you're charging for the extra staff. Step four, reflecting back on what is working and what is not. Whatever stage of your business you're at, you need to always be looking at what is working and what is not working. It's not about being perfect. It's more on the progress that you're making. And then the idea is to evaluate what you are doing so that you are continually learning, adapting and improving yourself and your processes. Until you don't go through something and then reevaluate it, you can't understand how you can improve it. So step five, create a workflow that works. So everyone has some sort of a workflow based on what they are currently doing. There is no right or wrong process or workflow. It is what you are making work for you. So the idea is to navigate and progress your inquiries so that your customer receives the best customer experience and you are not getting drained in the process because Creating quotes and proposals can be quite time consuming and not guaranteed to convert the client for you. So by creating a workflow and mapping out the process, you understand that your customer journey is and what the touch points are. So you can add your personalities, your brand values and give your customers an invaluable service that, are, that they are raving about afterwards. Also, a workflow helps you become more consistent so you're not second-guessing what you're doing. It creates a repeatable system which can help you to grow by employing additional staff when it's the right time to do so. It is time-saving and uses less energy and makes the process easy and quick while giving all your customers the same high-level experience. 
By creating this system, it will help you make more money and increase your revenue. When you are doing this and mapping it all out, don't be afraid for the process to be messy at the beginning because you will make it all fit in and align nicely as you start developing it. Make it easy for you to follow and more importantly, easy for your customers to understand. So over the years, I have undercharged. I have not had enough staff and then sometimes I've had too much staff. I've overlooked things because I've not taken that step back to reflect and done a free flow system where I'm not really in control and the customer has been calling the shots. So over time, this has changed step by step and you can also do the same. In the Wedding Florist Academy, I cover this in detail and share my step-by-step -step process and workflow. If you want to learn my workflow and process, you can strip years of your business growth journey. Then you definitely want to consider joining the Wedding Florist Academy. If you've enjoyed listening to my podcast, please show me the love and give me a review on iTunes. It would mean so much to me. Take a photo of this podcast and post it on your Instagram stories, tagging me in and I'll be sure to share some love back. If you think this podcast will help your business bestie, then be sure to share it with them too. So here are various ways you can work with me. I have some free resources to help you in your business. Get your complete guide to writing winning proposals or the ultimate social media kit with a social media calendar, florist-specific hashtags and strategies to grow your audience. I know how hard and time-consuming it can be to have the right resources in your business and that's why I've created various digital templates and resources that you can use in your business and these are available for instant download in my Etsy store. Watch the free training on how I went from hand ties to installations and grew my wedding flower business to a six-figure profitable business. So that's it for now. If there's a topic you want covering in the future, let me know and I'll get it sorted for you. So until next week, stay blooming and take care.